Today's program is brought to you by Heritage Foods USA, the nation's largest distributor of heritage breed pigs and turkeys. For more information, visit heritagefoodsusa.com. Hey, 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 I'm Jimmy Carboni from Beer Sessions Radio. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. That's more like it. That is more like now it. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Now we're talking into the mics. We're hearing it in the cans. I got my and head that, square right up next to this mic now. I'm we're, like right up on top of it. Right up I on mean, top we're of professionals. it. professionals. We know how to use the mic. If you and stay too far away from it, JP can't adjust the it. levels the right way. Well, he's going to get a lot of room sound if he's having to up the game. No, 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 no. What you what you don't want is a lot of room sound when no. you're doing. You want a dry recording and maybe add a little reverb on post. Yeah. Yes. Create your own yes. ambience. Make it sound like it sounds good. Yes. Yeah. Doesn't have to actually sound good. Yes. Well, it never does. Booyah. And this, <laughs> man, you really. This is us. what we're going to toss into post. This, Roberta's radio on heritageradionetwork.org. Oh, is we're, what we're, gonna, we're on the air. Is what we're going to dump into JPK, post. JPK, I think the on air sign is facing the wrong way. It's facing out. <laughs> Not well, that's, in. That's so so I had the, no idea we were on know. air. Yeah. The so sign the is on. Though. That's for sure. Do you actually turn it on and off? Yeah, yeah I do. of course. Wow, cool. This is a this is an actual working. It's, uh, it's yeah. a bragging rights. Show the, us some respect the out there. Patrons. Don't yeah. look us in the eye. Don't don't, don't bang on us. the glass. Don't look at me. They're always don't banging look on the look glass. Look at me. Don't look at me. Did you guys see that article about the fish tour bus? No. They told their fans they couldn't bang on the glass. I don't he get gets it. it. It's really good. It's a hilarious joke. Mike oh, gets my it. bad. I'm sorry. Uh, my sense of humor is lacking a little bit because I'm rather tired from punching the clock. He punched in and out for nine hours straight and didn't actually do any work today. Dave, where's those rim shots at, man? There's a lot of jokes going on. <laughs> yeah, a, I'm a sorry, JP. Bad jokes oh, going oh, on. Are there? Yeah. Oh, are there? <laughs> uh, there you cool. go. Oh, use it on you Give yourself a yeah. rim shot. Tonight, tonight, tonight on Roberta's Radio, powered by Heritage Radio Network. Working class. <laughs> We're going to pull back the curtain and reveal a day in the lives of punching the clock. That's right. Blue collar realities tonight. We've all sunk to that level at certain points in our life where we've That's had to right. do physical labor for in exchange for money. That's right. To exchange for food and shelter. Yes. Yes. We have traded the, our blood, sweat, and tears for cold, hard cash. We've all been there. So we can exchange you know the cold, hard cash for goods and services. I would never trust someone who's never actually worked a day in their life. I actually have a hard and fast rule outside of the studio. Rule. One time uh, a coworker of mine said to me, when I didn't... There's, I've gone through phases where I didn't like Led Zeppelin, you know? It comes and goes for me. Sure. And uh, this guy said, when I told him I didn't really like Led Zeppelin, he said to me, you don't like Led Zeppelin. What's your problem if you never worked a day in your life? <laughs> Whoa. I was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I know. The people are right. The studio audience is right. Yeah, boo. Boo-hoo, man. That guy's got it all wrong. Yeah, he's got another thing coming. It's one of my favorite Zepp songs. <laughs> you got another thing coming. Yeah. That's a great Zepp song. They had that other guy singing for him then. Whatever. Yeah, that was great. Well, this guy's the craziest like, so, blue-collar worker Dio. I've ever seen. <laughs> we got to jump right into it. Let's do it. Because we're on, we're on our lunch break from our third job. We're yeah, on second shift. Yeah. Working 3 to 11s tonight. The weird part is my third, my third job is my best job, and that's the coal mine. 
Oh, yeah? What do you do down in the coal mine, uh, Max Bavona, my best friend? Well, I started out riding uh, that T thing, you know, running the T brings everybody down the line. The thing where you like pump it up and down? No, you you hold on to this this line. Like like hot tea or cold tea? Iced tea? It's it's the chamomile? The T line line's Oh, a zip line. It's like a zip line, but it's got a motor on it. And then I, I got moved up. I oh, got like up. a gondola. It's like it's like, like a, a gondola. Funicular. But you have funicular. to hold on. You have to hold on to it. And if you fall off, you gotta go back up to the top and start over. Oh, oh wow! Sucks. Sounds like a video game. Sounds like a, a video game that would be called like Holder Honor. Yeah. yeah. And then I got promoted to uh, shoveling. Nice. So I was shoveling coal for a so, while. Well, yeah. How, how'd that go for you? Uh, well, I was doing all right for a while. And so they promoted me to pickaxe. So I've been picking coal and then uh, passing it off to the shoveler. Basically, I think if I get promoted about three more times, I'll get to a point where uh, I'll be I'll be driving coal maybe or uh, nice. be sh- like stuffing coal. One of the one hey, of those sure things. beats driving truck. I did that for a short time. Oh, yeah. Long haul or man. short haul? You know, well, I started long haul, and then easy I, on the body, hard on the mind. Very long haul trucking. Very. No, you got hemorrhoids. Not a joke. Not a joke. <laughs> you got hemorrhoids. Not if you sit on you one sure? of those round donut shaped pillows <laughs> right. like I did. That's then right. you get a prolapse. Oh, Whoa. instead you got a you got a rose. Yeah, there wasn't enough oh, support. Ouch. Wow. So yeah, you know it wasn't um, out. Uh, when I when I, I first. <laughs> I can't. When I first signed up for the blue-collar lifestyle, I thought driving truck would be uh, uh, a quick way to make it to the apex. <laughs> and, really? Uh, yeah, I, I did. Well, there's uh, all those infomercials where it's like, drive truck, you'll make uh, 80 grand a year, you won't have to deal with your wife and kids. Right. How many grand did you make <laughs> when you were driving truck, Mike? Well, I was driving a truck around the city, so it wasn't oh, so bad. Oh. That's not driving truck. What's five? That's, that's Wait, are you talking about when you What's were working? One hundo a day. You were working for that farm? One hundo a day. Yeah, that's what I made. No, it was actually I made 125 a day. That's actually not, not again. bad. That's not bad to just sit in a truck. Oh man, I was packing it. I was unloading. I was loading it, unloading it. Oh. I was receiving it, putting it away, packing it, loading it, delivering it. How many how hours? Many, uh, yeah. How it many days? I actually worked four tens then. How many days were you on? Four. Sucks. Four. Four. And then for some days. reason, I was like, "Oh, I like working at Roberta's. I'll keep my Friday morning shift there." <laughs> so I was working like 50 hours a week. But I was making that was like the I made good money then. Sure, man. Talking short short haul trucking. For me, here's the sad reality of my life: when I'm making six hundred on a check, I'm like, that's good. I mean, that's not what is that a year? Like forty grand? Probably. That's okay. Wait, are we we all skewed in our understanding of what good money is? Oh yeah. Yeah, making forty grand a year is not good money. But for me, if me and really? my girlfriend both make forty grand a year, and we don't have any kids or a mortgage, it's oh, enough to yeah. get by. Eighty thousand dollars, save up some money a year with no. Yeah, you got it. You got to go. You got to go dink. Double income, no kids. Yeah, Hell so yeah. yeah. I'm definitely part of a dinky. Definitely a couple of dinks. Oh, definitely hold on, hold on. Gonna ring the oh, old. Uh, gonna ring the old working man's alarm clock here. Yeah, there it is. That was in stereo. For Time to go to work. Stereo recording. I'm gonna crack one too. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did a little long haul trucking for a minute and uh, didn't care for it. You know, no. I couldn't get my 50 inch television into the the back cab of those uh, those uh, those no, diesel. You gotta buy a custom TV at a Flying J, right? Or a Loves, right? So I, yeah, I ended up selling my 50 inch. T and I kept uh, what's the other one? T and R, T and A. No, no, T and something. 
travel right. something. I only remember Flying J as the big one. Flying J is my favorite. You don't remember? You never been to a Loves? No, I've never been to a Might Loves. Might be a Western, Western United States. Loves, thing. I believe, is. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, really nice. When amenities. you buy a Flying J, they put that Flying J tape on it. And, so, and so you can tell you already paid for it. Yeah. And the shower facilities are par excellence. Yeah. I, mean, I, I would absolutely rather fester in my own <laughs> filth endlessly than go take a shower at a truck stop. See, I've never understood this. You throw on a pair of flip-flops, you go into the shower at a truck stop, yeah, what's the problem? Right. What's this the just in. Hold on. This I'm just sure in. Breaking kind of, news. There's like a glory hole or a glory vent or a glory grate. This just in. Co-host of Roberta's radio show, powered by HeritageRadioNetwork.org. And your uh, best friend. And uh, and my best friend. <laughs> which one is you which? You can't anymore? deny the lines it now. Are, the lines have blurred. Dr. Michael Zoman would Oh, I'm rather. not your best friend at all. No. <laughs> no, no. Far from it. Oh. I mean, lines, you may think you're my best blurred. friend, but you're... I, well, that's because I have white line fever, bud. Oh, right. Well, well, what's just off. in? I would never take a shower. You would never take a shower in a truck stop. Dude, You'd rather... I think the more of the breaking news is that this guy would. Isn't that more shocking? I don't think breaking it's Breaking news. It's more shocking. I think that that's a little bit. I it's think that's deeply, a little bit it's ridiculous. It's deeply disturbing. If your feet don't touch the ground, what are you rubbing up against the wall when you shower? You just stand under the water. No, it's not about that. It's about not wanting to get too far into that nefarious subculture. No, no, the there's nefar- not. It's not like full of lounge ladies. You're talking you don't about go in there and get no, a rub. We're not. Down. No, hold on. We're not talking. Like I that. would love to see. I would love to meet someone who's gone in there and not gotten a rub what, down or a what, rub up or a rub around. What we're talking about is. The hot, humid conditions <laughs> that are perfect for bacterial growth. Sure. I don't. I think if you're going to shower shoes at a truck stop shower, probably consist of uh, Timberland boots. <laughs> Trucks, a truck stop is not a safe place. Why no. put yourself in a position where you are completely nude? Listen, you yes. shower with a knife just like you do anywhere else. <laughs> where, do you, where do you put the knife when you're in the you shower? Keister Between it. the cheeks. <laughs> In your trucker's wallet. Or you can tuck it up in between your sack and the inside of your wallet. Just make sure it's blayed down or you're going to be sorry. Oh, Oh, yeah. You're going to be split in half. (laughs) Hey, man, that's two of you now. So that's uh, twice as as much time you get to spend doing nothing. (laughs) Or one one brain, I guess. I don't know. Formerly one brain. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. Yeah, it's not easy uh, being out there doing all the heavy lifting, as they say. Yeah. But you know what? It's got to get done. Reminds me of... Somebody's got to take care of business, right? Reminds me of something my old man used to tell me. Yeah, he used to say, uh, he'd say, Eric, what do you, young Eric, what do you want to do with your life? And I said, Daddy, (laughs) I don't know. Daddy... Oh, man. And, uh, my dad still asked me that. Yeah. And uh, he, I, he that's said, why I don't talk to my dad. He <laughs> said, well, what do you like to do? And uh, if I was I was a young a young boy of uh, 12 or 13. And I said, I don't know. <laughs> and he said, uh, well, keep this in mind, son. The world needs ditch diggers, too. So I spent a little time as a ditch digger. See if I'd like it. How'd you find it? You know, outside all the dirt. That's hard on the body, easy on the mind. Yeah, I think he meant. I think he meant how you got the job. Oh, that no, was I said, easy. how'd you like it? No, you said, how'd you find it? I said, no, how'd you... Said, uh, I think I said, like it. I don't think I would say, like how'd you it. find it. Find it. He said, find it. 
don't know. That sounds like some kind of uh, fancy man's talk. I don't think I would say. Well, would well you, you were also the one starting the class war against wait, truck stop showers. Have so. you guys? Have <laughs> is are that you, a class, wait, you class guys, war at all? Are you guys white collars? <laughs> no. Whoa. You just said. How'd you find it? And you I didn't don't think mean I said that. And you I think we got some that. white collars in our midst. You interpreted that to mean, how did you like the job? So what does that I mean about can you Can we play it back? Roll it back, Dave. Roll it back. I'm willing. We'll wait, we'll wait. Roll it back. Uh, JPJ, roll we'll wait. Back. Yeah, we're not doing that. All right. We'll, roll, roll, we'll wait. Roll it we'll back. We'll do it in post. We'll wait. We'll roll, roll it back. We'll roll it back in Okay, wait. He's rolling it back. He's rolling it back. Okay, wait. Should we be quiet for five minutes? He's rolling it back. How'd you like it? That's such bullshit. Oh, well, that was it. He played it back. How'd you like it? Well, I liked it just fine. So he, 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 I didn't say it how'd you really find dirty. it. Hey, hey, play it back one more time. Oi, how'd you like it? Oi, me gentleman friend, how did you find your job? You sound pretty posh to me, Mike. Wow. That was not me, obviously. You sound pretty posh wow. to me. Listen to my horrible, grating, annoying voice. Yeah. That was not me. Wind it back one more time. How did you find it? <laughs> uh, I Maybe liked, I did say it. I liked I liked it just fine, except for all the dirt. Um, the hours were good. I was maybe doing, maybe I, was I doing, did say it. I was doing morning, so I was doing um, I was doing a seven to seven to two or whatever. Nice. I don't know. A seven-hour shift? You call that a hard work? <laughs> That's the money <laughs> shift right there. Uh, hard on the body, easy on the mind. Yeah. Let's, let's I mean, the remember. harder you work, the greater you usually the greater opportunity for your mind to roam. Yeah, my mind did roam. That's why too. I don't mind working hard, because my mind is overactive, and if I and can that, let it roam, that is very it's that, therapeutic. That, that roaming in my mind led me to the long haul truck driving gig. And uh, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun till I had to take a shower. What uh, were you hauling? You forget well, your it, knife? it's it's best if you don't ask. Well, it's best. Here we go. Wait, flammable, perishable. Oh no no, they have the livestock. signs on it. I mean, there was no there was no sign. There was no sticker on the side of you the. You would have heard it if it was a cow. You would have heard a cow in there. Could have been whatever. Just dry goods. Dry goods. Sure, that's what I. That's a category as. of what you can haul. Dry goods. Why is that clock turned away from me? Why aren't they wet goods? You. Thank you. What time it is? Oh, okay. Uh, we got about uh, half an 30 hour minutes. 30 minutes until we got to go back to work. It's a good thing I've worked a lot of shitty jobs. Oh, let's talk about some of those jobs then, my best friend, Max Pavono. Let's start with the first. You want to... Uh, my first job is not even my funniest job, but I'll start with that first one. I started working at... Uh, this restaurant called Spoleto Express, and I was fourteen. Oh yeah, they give this. They serve Spoleto very quickly. They there. serve Spoleto really quickly. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. blended uh, oil. We're extra trying to keep the ticket time under oil. five minutes here. Just, <laughs> just I would just dump it in sp- cups. Plate Spoletos. Just don't stop plating them, just and we'll just send them out. Them out. Yeah, I we had, got a lot of heat lamps back here. Slinging Spoleto. I had two jobs there. One was to fill the cannolis, and the other was to get yelled at by the chef for not getting enough stuff out of the back uh, storage area. So. Yeah, sounds I, like a pretty good job. I mean, huh. they paid me you like eight fifty. Cannoli boy, oh, cannoli boy, eight hundred and fifty dollars a week. Yeah, wow, that wow. was the, the uh, peak it, of it. Is that job open? It was can eight I, eight fifty an hour. That place closed. Eric, you're a man. You can't be the cannoli boy anymore. God, it got damn. replaced by a drive-through Taco Bell, and then Thank after you. that, it got replaced with a by a drive-through bank. <laughs> Good one. Did you ever? Now, did you ever go to this drive through bank? Yeah, I actually had a bank account there until okay, like a month ago. So, yeah. 
Quick question. Where was this? In Quick New Haven or wherever? Uh, it's where I grew up. Well, this Northampton, was in, uh, wherever Yeah, it was it in Northampton. Yeah. yeah. Quick follow-up. It's yeah. a five-college credit union now. When you went to the drive-thru bank and yeah. you put the money or whatever you were doing into that cool tube. Were you tube, slipping into a gordita shell? Did Yeah. Did the you ever get a crunch? taco? Did a taco ever happen to show up in there? I would have wished. But when it first opened for a while, they still had uh, a bunch of like the weird like Taco Bell shingles on the roof. Oh, yeah. You until, could totally tell. Yeah. It stucco. Yeah. Until they, until they got style. rid of that. And so it was like a Taco Bell bank for, <laughs> for like a long time. Hey, you can uh, cash your check here, but all you're getting is gorditas and Crunchwrap <laughs> Supreme. In lieu of deposit envelopes, until we run out of these gordita wraps, <laughs> we're just going to have you put your money or your checks. Oh, groovy. <laughs> your deposit slips. capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> My entire right, IPA baby. is... That's uh, right, baby. Uh, that's, not, that's Austin Powers, right? Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, capitalism, baby. baby. Capitalism, yeah. That makes the world go round, and the money can't get delivered unless you dump it on the back of a truck. 18 wheels. You don't want to have that job, though, delivering money. You'll get killed. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to pack if, heat. Oh, you must. I don't know if I want to carry a gun ever. I like shooting them sometimes, but I don't want to carry it around with me. I would kill someone if I carried a gun around. Yeah. I'd lose, I'd lose my cool very quickly and shoot someone. I remember I when you were working in the kitchen and you almost stabbed somebody. That was pretty That's crazy. That's not true. I did burn someone because they burned me. Now that. I made Nick Brodine stand still while I touched him with a hot peel. So Damn. he would know what it was like, so he would be more careful next time. That's pretty insane. <laughs> it was cool. I can't believe you um, let you do that. He didn't a, want to. He was trying to run away. And I was like, Nick, stand still. And let me burn you. You just burn me. And he was like, okay, fine. That's a classic. I said what he did to me. Uh, I like put it in the oven. Eye for an eye. I was just like. Boo! Boo! Had just like a half inch little like. I can't believe you let you do that. It's an eye for an eye. Shouldn't he know? It's a classic blue collar I mean, technique. everybody's eye been for burned at least Ow! once, but I don't think One I'm... time, Jared Bardwell grabbed a calzone on the pan out of the Ouch. oven and put it on the pass, and then I grabbed the pan. Yes. Oh, that's well, All I did that's then was I before. turned my back to the kitchen, and I stood over in the sink running hot water on it, trying not to like make a fist. And I just like shook with rage for like three minutes <laughs> until I calmed down enough to expedite again. They said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, shut up. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Damn, the ah, rage cage. That's that was right. tough, man. Punching, I wanted, that punching was rough. the clock. Ryan did that to me before. I just grabbed it for one second. Yeah. Just enough to turn all my fingertips white. Yeah. It's not actually give me a blister That or did anything. that to me, too. Ryan yeah. threw me an Involto tin on the thing, and I picked it up, and it was just like... It just like... And it sticks to your you, skin you a little like bit. You burn the layer of your skin that has no nerves. But yeah. You don't, the epidermis. Yeah. And then your yeah. skin gets all waxy before yes. it bubbles I learned up. That, I learned that when I was uh, doing the long-haul trucking. I was also... Uh, I was also I was also taking correspondence know, classes to audio become a doctor. Yeah, he rolled the tape back. Roll the tape back, JPJ. <laughs> That's right. Using tape manipulation, we're able to go back in time. I was pretty good. That was really good. Can we roll that tape back again? Can we let's roll that tape back again, JPJ? <laughs> All right, let's roll the tape forward now. Back to the present. Uh, you might be asking a lot of him to reverse that. <laughs> oh. Oh, that's right. I forget that uh, JPJ, Jeep Paul Jr. So the tape deck only goes one way. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, wow. there you go. It only goes backwards. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the kind of time machine I'd like to get in. I thought we're actually recording all of this backward and then flipping it over. Playing oh, it right. forward. It's, for like a, it's like a Pink Floyd Yeah, play album. it forward. Yeah, play, That's play a good, it great forward. Great movie. Hey, sorry, Kindness, hey, pass it on. Starring a Helly Joel. Brought to you by the uh, Coalition for a Better Life. <laughs> That's right. You know those commercials at the beginning of right. a movie? From Homeless to like Harvard. A scary black guy approaches an old person that just to help them across the street. <laughs> It's like, pay it forward. Play it forward. Wait, Mike, you never talked about your first job. Well, my first job was to fry the fries at the Burger King. <laughs> it's a thankless task. I didn't mind. <laughs> uh, that's good. Did you eat a lot of fries while you were doing that? Yeah, but that's also when I stopped eating meat was working there. <laughs> that would I was do like, it. oh, yeah. this is quite disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would mess it up yeah. for me pretty bad. How many fries do you think you ate a shift when you were over there? I wasn't eating a lot of fries. Now, chicken fingers, that's a whole other oh, story. Really? Chicken tenders. How many chicken fingers? <laughs> well, maybe like eight, ten. Nice. A shift or an hour? A shift. <laughs> that's my boy, good. Wesley Willis. Yeah, you know what? Side note. Um... I went to, well, I had a buddy who was kind of into Wesley Willis back when I was living in Chicago. And Bro, you have another buddy who's pretty into Wesley Willis <laughs> sitting right over here. <laughs> I thought you weren't my friend. Rock on. Rock on. He said he's rock not your on, best friend. Rock on London. Rock, rock on, on London. York. Rock over Chicago. Rock over Chicago. That's what it is. Heinz. Make it, make it a blockbuster America's night. favorite ketchup. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I had a buddy who was kind of into the novelty of Wesley Willis. And uh, we it's saved It's not novelty. I'm sorry, the artistry. There you did go. I say novelty? I yes, meant artistry. It's very rude. Can we bring that? Can we roll that back, JPJ? He's just going to say I novelty. Had a, I again. had a buddy who was into the novelty of Wesley Willis. <laughs> See, you said it. Um, yeah. yeah, I did. It's I'm, okay. It's, guys, it's, I'm it's, sorry. It's like Daniel Johnson, right? Wait, why don't you rewind like, there's it? There's something and let Mike that's really genuinely in. like worth appreciating. <laughs> he had a friend who was into the artistry. Of Wesley Willis. Yes. Uh, That's actually what it was, yeah. I had a friend who was into the artistry of Wesley Willis, and uh, we were living in Ah! Chicago. Sorry, I was just reliving the memory of when I grabbed that pen. Can we roll that tape back and relive that memory one more time? (laughs) That's wonderful. I'm so glad we can rewind that. Into the present. That's great. Uh, what was your friend? What's the story about Wesley Willis? Because we, the first good show any band I'm, I'm I ever dying was to in, hear the end of the story in my life when I was 17 was opening for Wesley Willis. That's awesome. I was so excited. That's the awesome. second good show that band ever booked was opening for Harmore Superstar and Adam and his package. Wow. At the same venue. Like, what is a novelty band? <laughs> no, <laughs> we weren't. Shocking, right? You're, you were a true artist. Well, yeah, but what else because of like? the artistry. What else did I like then? Uh, a lot of bad pop punk, sure. and I liked They Might Be Giants. And I liked, oh, wow. uh, yeah. oh, what's the other novelty thing I was just thinking of? I forgot. I'm sorry. Afro Man? No. <laughs> oh, um, wow. It was him, actually. Well, I always love Weird Al, but that's not what I was thinking of. Anyway, pass. Okay. Sorry. Pass. Um, I had a good point to I would really, there. I would really like to know what that other one is if you think of it. We yeah, had, me uh, too. We had saved up our money from punching the clock. Uh, and we decided to go see Wesley Willis at the famous Fireside Bowl. Sure. Been at many shows there. Yes. As and, one does. Uh, yes. So we, we take the... Um, we take What's the that re- on Fullerton? It was on Fullerton. It was like 2400. It was like Fullerton in California. And we took uh, the red line down from, from uh, Lakeview. 
and got off right by uh, DePaul and then took the bus uh, west on Fullerton. <laughs> it's artistry. Hoisin sauce? Yeah. Hoisin sauce. <laughs> My roommates in LA when they lived in Denver, they would he would come stay with them for like months at a time. Really? Yeah. For months? They have How a, did they, they put have up a with bunch that? of his paintings because he would just paint paintings and leave them yeah, at their house. Exactly. That's all he did. They were there very I mean it's the dude that was in that band Friends Forever. Oh, they'd play out of their van outside li- yeah. of shows. Yes. And, yeah. So uh, we saved up our money from punching the clock and we take uh, public transport out to the Fireside Bowl, classic classic venue. It's now a bowling alley, legit. Oh really? Yeah, they I know I've heard that, but that's disappointing. It's uh it's the gentrification of the west side of Chicago that has led us to this this modern It's pretty far town. east to be part of the west side of Chicago, <laughs> isn't it? Well, there is no real east side of Chicago. So the west side is just everything on the west side of downtown? Well, yes. State and Lake is your zero zero. You're on either the on the lake or you're on the west side. Or the south Basically, side. Basically. You've never uh, even been to Chicago, the, have you? I've probably been to Chicago twelve times. That's a lot. I've been there more than most. I've been to Chicago, L.A., and then maybe San Francisco in that order of the most times I've been to various cities. I, really? I went to uh, Seattle a lot. Huh. I mean, I lived in Portland. I lived in L.A., so those don't count. Yeah. I've never been to Seattle or uh, Chicago. Chicago's great. That's the first place. Chicago's I went to, great, I went man. to Chicago like three or four times before. It's the city of big shoulders. I was 19. So There's a lot city. of blue-collar workers there, right? Huh, couldn't agree more. That's where my, my, uh, my ancestors... Was it north, north of Milwaukee's like Reckless and Quimby's and yeah, that's, all that uh, stuff that's, a hard, that's a hard of Wicker Park, yeah. yeah. Never been to Chicago. North, uh, north Milwaukee and you Damon. Can, you can suck so my six, dick, JP, so six you piece of shit. Whoa. Hey, that's the game right there. I've been to Boys Town. I've been to the Chicago Vegetarian oh, Diner. Yeah. I've been Chicago to all diner. those machi- museums along the lake. I've been the to the campus. Sears Tower. I've been downtown. My friend got scammed. This guy's reaching his wall and grabbed all his money and ran away one day. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. This guy trying to sell him a postcard, give him this sob story. My friend was like, "I guess I'll buy one." And pulled his wallet and opened it up, and the guy just grabbed yeah. all of his money and ran. It's like forty-five dollars. That's so sick. <laughs> was there was a. a um, I was like, "Man, you're an idiot. Why'd you pull your wallet out?" That yeah. guy was obviously trying to scam you. There was a there was a blue collar man uh, working the streets uh, of River North, the River North neighborhood. That's where you can find the Rainforest Cafe and uh, and the, like the Rock and Roll McDonald's. Are we, talk- is, are we talking about. about towards like Wrigley Field? No, we're talking like just on the other side of the Chicago River from downtown. The okay, loop. right there. So you go right over all those bridges and that's River North. Right. And that's like a ritzy area. But then you start to move a little bit west and you start to get out to like 1000 West and, and, and it, past Halstead, like Halstead and, uh, and those streets north of the river. It gets uh, desolate at night, and this guy came up to us, me and my girlfriend at the time, and he wanted to shine my shoes, and they were Nikes, and they didn't <laughs> need to be shined. Uh, so he takes he takes uh, this bottle of stuff, and he tries to squirt it <laughs> on my shoe. And at the time, uh, I, I was I was doing some dancing for a living, so my feet were very fast, and I was able to dodge the stream of, of liquid that was coming out of this bottle that he was squirting at me. I said, "Whoa, man!" He said, "He said, whoa, man! You made me skeet my stuff on the street." And I was <laughs> skeet, and I was like, I was like, "Whoa, bud!" And he's like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> 
How the hell did you have that ready? He's like, let me get an oil can sound effect primed up here just in case. And he was he was seriously up in my face yelling at me about how he had to skeet his stuff on the street. And I said, I never asked for the shoe shine. <laughs> I never asked you to skeet anything. Yeah. Any stuff. Yeah. Ow! So wait, Ow! we had, no, what was the result? No, no, no. Well, we had to get away from this man very quickly. <laughs> this was not a situation. Oh, it was right next to that place that we used to oh man. What was it called? Anyways. Chicago, great city, blue collar town. I went to a circle of dead children and show there at the fireside once and watched the singer just first time I ever saw just someone pound the mic into their head until they were just covered in blood. Oh, Wesley Will show. Yeah, seven thousand dying rats. Wow. It was pretty good. Oh, that's what we were talking about. The Reversal Wesley Willis man. show. Yeah. Me and my buddy are trying to go out to the fireside bowl. Classic. Legendary fireside bowl. It's now a bowling alley for yuppies. Or whatever millennial yuppies are. I don't know the term. Yippies. No, that's uh, Jerry Rubin Yipples. in the 60s. Yupsters. Yeah, yupsters. And uh, we get out there, and before we go in to pay, there's a sign on the door that says, Wesley Willis will not be appearing tonight. He had missed his flight in Atlanta and was stuck there. So we didn't get to see him, and that was the only shot I had at seeing him. I've headbutted him before. He died not... Too, yeah, he died not like long 2001, after that. 2001, yeah, he died not long him? after no. we tried to go see I probably had about him in 99. That makes sense. Oh. I was in high school still. Damn. I mean, that's a, you know, that, that was like a handshake. That was like a hug. That was like an intimate gesture for uh, Wesley Willis. He was just trying to make it a blockbuster night every night. And that's kind of what blue collar people do when they punch the clock, man. It's a blockbuster shift every shift. I just read an article about a blockbuster Four of the remaining, like, 12 or 15 blockbusters in the United States are in Oregon, in rural Oregon. Really? Because there's, like, no internet service there. You can't even stream a movie if you want to. Because the trees are too so big. there's four. There are, there's six in Alaska. And the other two or three really? are just, like, isolated, weird, rural places where there's no internet still. I would love to work at one of those blockbusters. I would love to go into one of those. Seems pretty sad. Well, you get to, like, basically curate it's what the frozen entire in time, area is to watch. I think. Oh, definitely. You think they don't have any new time. DVDs? I just don't know if DVD production and like selling to movie stores is like an industry really anymore. Actually, they probably have Blu-ray. It's they the, the article. <laughs> the guy who ran it was like, "I make a profit." The guy who owned it, he's like, "I make a profit still." He's like, "But I bought when I opened it. It was just a video store. Then we aligned with a brand to compete." Right. And he's like, "I make a profit, but not like I used to." You know. He's like, "It's just, it's like me and two other people who keep this store running." Yeah. So I get here every morning, I call everyone who's a late movie, and then I just stand around and wait. Yeah. I had a buddy no work, work for to be uh, done. Hollywood yeah. video for a while back in Northwest Indiana, and that was a really fun job. Let's uh, go ahead and take a moment and think about those that have jobs and punching the clock, and we'll come back with some more fun blue-collar realities. Those we know who have passed on who worked... At Blockbusters? Or anywhere. Worked it all with their hands. Worked it all. R.I.P. Jamie Simone. Hey, this one's for uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Oh, man. JPJ, we're going to a break, so play something, please. Oh, yeah. Right? That's how this works? Uh, Doing a little bit of silence for Harry Dean. Oh, Uh, yeah. The the silence is when you cut off the cans and the microphones, and then that's the silence. Let's restart the silence. Can we just roll this back?
Heritage Foods USA is a farm-to-table online butcher and founding sponsor of Heritage Radio Network. Patrick Martins founded Heritage Foods USA in 2002 to save endangered species of livestock from extinction. He learned about the plight of endangered foods while working for Slow Food, a nonprofit started in 1986 in Italy when the first McDonald's opened on the Spanish steppes of Rome. To counter the homogenizing effects of fast food, Slow Food was formed to bring attention to regional cuisines and ingredients. By 2000, Patrick was the president of Slow Foods USA and working on adding heritage breeds to their arc of taste, but he decided to go further than a metaphorical arc and actually do something to preserve rare breeds. That was the moment that Heritage Foods' slogan, Eat Em to Save Em, was born. By creating a market for delicious meats from Heritage Breeds, we can ensure they'll be around for generations to come. Plus, Heritage Breeds just tastes a whole lot better. Learn more at HeritageFoodsUSA.com and use the code HERITAGERADIO for two free pork chops with your first order, brother. That's where we were at, and uh, you did actually. We we listened to it during the break. You did ask me where how I liked the job, and not where I found the job. Yeah, or how I found it. How I like find some it. fancy lad. Yeah, well, it's not so no mad. Max, fancy I'm not lad. a fancy lad. I'm a mad lad. I'm not going to deny that you're a mad lad, but I think you're also mad fancy. So I don't know. I think we should uh, keep with tradition. Do a mad lib. <laughs> No, we'll save that for the slumber party later. It's time for a game. It's time for a game. But this isn't the kind of game that simply questions and answers. No, no, no. This, this is. isn't a game with points. No. This isn't a game with a winner or a loser. No. Hell yeah. This is the game of worst job ever. What is the worst the game job? Begins in three, two, one. All right, let's dive yeah! right in. Wait, let's let's rewind that. Can we breathe? There we go. And I, I like the job just fine, except for all the dirt. How do you find it? <laughs> I like the job just fine, except for How all the dirt. How did you find it? I like the job just fine, except for all the dirt. I like the job just fine, except for all the dirt. How do you like it? I like the job just fine, except for all the dirt. Okay, I think we've proven what actually happened. We've proved what actually happened. <coughs> so we want. Why are you coughing? I'm the one who keeps screaming over. Wait, hold, hold on. I got There's no coughing water. in here. I got seltzer water. You got Baker's lungs. lung? No, I got seltzer water. The clock are you not drinking alcohol? It's seltzer water. <laughs> I drank. I drank an alcohol earlier. What? I'll, it's, right. I'll drink an it's, alcohol. It's right. five o'clock somewhere. Hey, bud. It's you're not gonna seven oh six. You're not gonna be able to punch back into your shift and go down the dive bar with us if you're gonna be drinking seltzer water. I t- all right? I'll have a real drink if we go to a dive bar. Well, that's what we're gonna do after our shift. We we'll have right. to come Even back to work equally drunk, so none of us is right. drunker than the other one. That's Damn a good right, point, pal. Play the game, Max. The game tonight. Worst job. Okay. Dr. So, Michael Zoman. It's got to be gross. Uh, gross in the mind or gross in the physical realm? Preferably both, but at least yes. one or the other. Yes, absolutely. Now, you know what else? It's got to be hard. 
Uh, Preferably uh, on the mind and or the body. I mean, they yeah. Preferably if both. Gro- if it's gross, it's going to mess you up. You know what so I mean? So what is hard on the mind and the body that is gross mentally and physically? Oh, man. You know, initially I want to say being the guy who runs the jackhammer on a construction but That's not gross. It's I not got, really I got gross, one. but it's That's like, only physically hard. I got one. But it's also mentally hard. No, it's not. It? No, it's not. Have you not. ever done it? You're just like holding it. It's not mentally hard. <laughs> being uh, being the person who has to clean the uh, adult video booths at the... Mm. Ouch. That's pretty Now that's we're pretty getting bad. somewhere. Ouch. Check this out, though. Crime person who cleans up a crime scene. Ouch. Whoa. Like a suicide? That's pretty gnarly. That is what hard about, mentally and physically, uh, and that is also gross mentally and physically. That's going to really mess you up. What about uh, a coroner? That's not hard, I don't think. Physically, at least. Yeah, I think it might mess with you if you hear, like, you think you hear, a cor- like, a corpse yeah, moving around. Yeah, mentally hard. Like, yeah. they made a whole movie about that guy who was lost, who lost his mind while he was embalming people. I, don't know I didn't see that you one. You know, that's also one of the most punk probably driving ever. truck. Coroner or yeah. what? Yeah, being a, being a coroner, man, there's a lot of punks that, like, transition from hanging out at shows to, like, stuffing dead bodies with stuff, you know? Wow. I, I don't know if a wait, coroner necessarily coroner. stuffs dead bodies with stuff. What, what, what's the thing I'm talking about? Like a, mor- Tur- a mortician. mortician yeah. yeah, mortician. Working at a funeral home. Yeah. That yeah. is gross. Yeah, the coroner's the one getting them from the scene, right? Yeah, well, well he's the one who cuts them open like and the determines cause of cause death, of death and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Is there uh, a difference between a coroner and a medical examiner? Yeah. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. Coroner is going to deal only with dead people? I think a medical examiner is brought in when there's a medical mystery, when the coroner can't d- decide or something, right? Yes. Or when it's like more complicated. Does that make any sense? Or if the person might I still be living. Because a coroner is like, if, 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 you would, if you had a heart attack, the coroner would still have to... De- Figure out that you had a heart attack. Do an autopsy. Well, you know what? It yeah. could be. It could be a location-based thing, right? Like a medical examiner resides and takes care of deaths that happen within a hospital, and a coroner takes care of deaths that happen outside of a hospital. Perhaps that might be it. Maybe one is involved in forensics, and the other's not. Like maybe a medical examiner only. I think a deals medical examiner forensics. is involved involved with forensics. Where a coroner does, like a, every person that dies, I think goes through a coroner. Yes. Yeah. To get a death certificate, yes. the coroner has to right. like sign off on it, identify yeah. you, and right. this like, guy is right. a stiff. And I think a lot of the time it's like natural causes, unless there is a reason to ex- suspicion. Ins- so anyway, but that is not that. That is a mentally hard job, probably not a physically hard job, and it's gross. It's gross. But I think cleaning up a crime scene is much much grosser. I got what about um, much more like disturbing? Yeah, mentally. I- I got another one. No, physically disturbing. <laughs> I wish that were a thing. I know I know a guy who had to work uh, at a lab and he had to kill the lab rats. That oh, that's weren't, pretty bad. Ouch. Yeah, he had to he had to drown them. Animal murderer. And then and then he had to professional animal murderer. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty gnarly. But that's not tough physically. That's only tough probably True. mentally. It was really tough mentally. He used to cry all the time. But yeah, but so awful. we're still talking about dealing with the same kind of trauma, but also having like scrub. God. A blood off of a wall. All right, of what about um, what about working in a slaughterhouse? Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that might top it. That might be worse because you're like dealing with live things and they're hard to like move around because they're heavy. And then you're well, killing that's definitely them. physically then, hard, mentally hard. And then there's blood gross, everywhere, physically and mentally. Yeah. Yeah. cows are big. So Man, is it that harder? Might be the winner. is it harder to actually kill some a, a, an animal than it is to clean up the rem- like the the remnants of a dead person. I think killing a thing wow. would be 
If I, it was if it was killing a person, then it would definitely be the hardest. Yeah. Oh, that's well, what I was if say. it was I think cleaning up, a person a, might a be the like, hardest, a, like a slaughterhouse for human beings would be the the worst job. Oh, yeah. soylent. That soylent would be yeah, that would be the worst style? job. Ouch. I think I think cleaning up human remains might actually be harder than like like killing a chicken. Hold on, let's bring that back. Let's bring that back. Roll that back. So wait, what would be the hardest? Would it be the killing? <laughs> I think that like killing a human being might actually be more difficult than like killing a chicken. Of course it would be. Yeah. What about but a I cow? That's I, not a real job. But I also think like scrubbing up human remains you guys in the might corner, be less difficult <laughs> than killing a chicken. <laughs> I don't know. All, all I know is you can get a good look at a steak. By putting your head <laughs> up a steak's a steak. cow's bum cows, hole, a poop hole. Bum, poop hole. You can get a bum, good look at bum. a steak by putting your head up a butcher's ass. Or you could take the cow's word I think for it. that maybe we've decided that the worst job is working with being the murderer, murderer at the slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. working at a slaughterhouse Working at the abattoir. Is that what it's called? Uh, that's like the term for the, 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 the killing room. Yes, the abattoir. And then all the guts go sluice. They sluice through the floor. Sluice. Is a verb. That's the um, that's the action. That the thing is, is that like thinking about murdering an animal outside of a slaughterhouse doesn't seem nearly as bad as like the whole like mass production, the institutionalized, murder. Yeah. Uh, commercialized aspect of of how we get our protein. Right. How you guys get your protein? Uh, well, sorry, you, yes. how many soy how for many soy the, plants you think get killed uh, for your fucking tofu, buddy? Nine. Zero. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. Harvest the Hold on. JPJ, roll that back. My best friend Max Pavona just lost the game. Here he says it again. Well, how many? Uh, well, how many uh, soybean plants do you think get killed for your fucking tofu? Oh, I'll say it again. None. Lost they the harvest game. the beans. Harvest them the from what? A dead plant? No, a living plant. Oh, so they're just ripping the limbs off of a living no, thing? They're taking the bean. I think like how I could take your beans out and you'd still be alive. Yeah, but that would still be like. Probably not for very long. I'd probably yeah, you'd bleed be out fine. and die. You'd be fine. I'd bleed out and die. Now, we've finished the game. Uh, <laughs> yes, being a murderer at the slaughterhouse yes, is the worst job. Yes. Followed up by cleaning up crime scenes. Yeah. I'd also like to say that that is probably the most we've ever talked about food or like the process of making food <laughs> on, on this, this show, show yes. ever. Now, I have a story to tell quickly. That Please do. Dr. Puts Michael Zoman's story. Puts a harsh corner. blue collar spin. On an industry that may seem not so bad. All right, spin it, bud. I took my cat to the vet yesterday. Did you? Yes. And then what happened? They needed to get a urine sample from the cat. Did they? So uh, there's different ways of trying to get the cat to pee, right? Sure. Attempt one results in the cat just peeing very suddenly all over like the this table that wasn't clean enough, right? Okay. So attempt two is to lay the cat on her side. The technician holds the cat's scruff in her back legs and kind of pulls her straightish. Yes. Then the vet can find her bladder and like kind of like milk squeeze it, it yeah. milk it. And he's ready with like a container. Right. So what you want, we think our cat has a UTI, so you have to test it for bacteria. But if it touches a table and then you suck it up from the table, you can get a false reading because right. there's bacteria right. everywhere. Right. Right. It's got to go straight into this sterile thing right. from the cat. Right. So they lay my cat down. That's Dr. Michael Zoman's cat you're hearing in the background. The vet has asked me because we've been going to this guy for forever. Yeah. To he gives me gloves. He's like, "Will you hold the thing? It's a lot easier if we have a third person to right. try and catch her right. urine." Right. He starts milking her. I'm ready to go. 
And all of a sudden, the cat just takes like a four inch shit onto the stainless steel table at the vet's office. And then, and then the vet has to clean out the cat's huge turd. You think you're like, oh, I got a veterinary school and now I've got like this good job where I make good money, but then you might accidentally milk a turd out of a living thing. But he was able to look at the turd and he said, you're right, there is no blood in this turd anymore. So that's good. Her, is this Ninny? Her anemia is like way better than it was. It's, it's above where it was when we first noticed she was anemic. Good. So she was anemic from a bleeding ulcer in her small intestine. This is what we thought. A four-inch turd out of a cat. Is it was crazy, ridiculous. and I was like looking at her like butthole and like pee hole, waiting for her to pee, ready to catch it. And, and I saw her butthole kind of move, and then this huge <laughs> greasy turd just slid out. But the guy was like squeezing her like like a cow's udder. He's like squeezed the turd out. It was so funny. I started apologizing. Like, I'm, I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was like, "You don't have to be sorry. We're tor- we're like uh, what he said. We're traumatizing your cat. <laughs> we're like we made her pee and poop involuntarily." already like this is not <laughs> you think, don't need to apologize I we should be apologizing we, to the cat i think we have a winner it's a really he worst like a job guy. ever is being the third wheel who gets to watch <laughs> the turd come out of the cat's bubble yeah yeah, yeah maybe you're right that, that and then, you know what i had to job. pay him 175 dollars <laughs> that's easily the worst <laughs> job in the world <laughs> you're right gosh uh, darn it man. <laughs> Well, we've <laughs> Dr. Michael Zoman has won the game of worst job ever in the history of the yeah, world. You get paid so much money to clean up a crime scene. You get paid like you know forty you pay, dollars an hour. You don't or something. pay to yeah. go do it. No, you don't pay to go do that. <laughs> to stare into an animal's butthole while it poops. It was horrible. On that note, I'd like to move into the movie pick of the week. Oh, excellent! And this week, a, um, a very fun blue collar look at life. For a German immigrant, his prostitute girlfriend, and his wow! Cra- I know what you're talking about already. I love it. And his cra- and his and his crazy does uncle. this movie end with the dancing chicken? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes. It does. <laughs> yes. Uh, and his uh, crazy family members that live in the wilds of Wisconsin. I'm talking about Strocheck by Werner Herzog, um, starring Bruno. Bruno S. Bruno S. Yeah, a that, role a role tailor made for and that him. That other little guy that's in a bunch of his yes. movies. That tiny little guy. Uh, they work at the machine shop. They're like mechanics. It. They have the guy who thinks that somebody drowned in the lake w- in his car. So the guy goes out on the frozen lake in the winter with a metal detector to see if the car is down there that the guy might be in. It's um, They buy that trailer and put it in that like wind-barren yeah, empty lot. Yes. And then they, then they lose the trailer and they go to the auction to try to get it back and they don't get it back. <laughs> I'm not going to reveal the ending because uh, even though it does have a dancing chicken. Yeah, something that, very shocking happens right yes, before that. Yes. This is um, the movie that Ian Curtis was watching when he hung himself. Yes. Uh, Strocek is one of the finest slices of blue collar life uh, for either uh, born on this soil or born not on this soil and coming here, but. However you want to slice and dice it. It was my introduction to Warner Herzog's work also. Was it? Yes. And I think uh, that's, that's a good place quick to start. Quick question. A great place to Where start. does it rank above or below the movie Blue Collar with Harvey Keitel and Richard Pryor? <laughs> Where does it fall it in It ranks uh, completely beside it on another plane. Yeah. All right. Cool. I think beside it and slightly above it. Yes. Uh, Strojek is my movie good. pick of the week. and uh, That's great. If you don't have Turner Classic Movies or the internet or a mind of your own... You can borrow my... uh, I have a 
two Herzog box sets on DVD. There you go. Then then call down to the you station. Also have a DVD player, Dr. Box? Michael Zoman is opening his own uh, blockbuster video. <laughs> and, I have a VCR uh, and two DVD yeah. players that work. Right. So oh, yeah. uh, check it out. And um, My movie picks of the week, Dirty Work, Men at Work. Oh, Dirty, Dirty Work, work is, is a hilarious Norm MacDonald movie. Men at Work Men is at work you get is those brothers Sheen together. Sheen and, and Estevez. My movie picks. Repo Man, not Repo, not the one with you and McGregor. I'll have you know. And then the other is Blue Correct. Collar, which we already uh, talked uh, about. Can we can we pull that back, JPJ, just real quick? <laughs> Max <laughs> bonus. <laughs> Repo I Man. I liked it until all the dirt came involved. Repo Man. It's actually called Repo Men. Repo Man. Repo Man is the one. Looks like there's going to be a bro. Repo Man's the right Make one. Don't watch good. Repo Man. Yeah! Rolling Stone, Street Fighting Man, Tommy Boy, <laughs> and Blue Collar, Just starring Harvey Keitel and Richard Pryor. If you like Is that from Dirty Work? I'm going to break my own rule, and I'm just going to say this. God damn Rodrigo Brothers. Rest in power, Harry Dean Stanton, 91 yeah. years old. Roberta's Radio returns next week with something that you're going to love. Something completely different. Oh, and that too. See you then. Thanks for listening. JPJ, rewind that. Let's make sure it's right. Play, rewind it and then play back forward the outro. If you like pina coladas dun, dun, dun. and getting caught in the rain. Boom, Rupert Holmes. Damn, that sounded that's really uh, good. I think it's uh, Jimmy Buffett. Hey, guys. I, I Sorry, just wanted, but it's Jimmy just Buffett. Thank He's just you living on really Sponge good. Cake, man. Jimmy Buffett. Buffett. Really good show this week, guys. Tom really Kinney, nice work. SpongeBob. Living on Sponge Cake. JPJ, you did a really good job of pretending that you're blue collar, even though your old man is JPJ, we got to talk, man. I was not pleased with your performance this week, oh, as man. usual. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, I thought we were off air. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought we were off air. Oh, we were off air, too. That's the problem with the on-air light we're, facing oh, the other way. Oh, you know what? We're definitely off air You right can now. tell that we're on air because Chris Hardwick isn't here to host the after show. <laughs> Talking Roberta's radio. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this program on heritageradionetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>